0: hello internet yeah. how are you this week derek is gone again because he still has a prematurely born baby that he has to spend extra time in loving karen and go cuddle it and Share the most precious pictures ever on Facebook and Twitter. So today we have with us Sean Burke.
1: We're Sean Burke's second annual crash. The no wait. It's biannual, second biannual Crash (laughs) Outrage Factory podcast. Yeah, Uh, yeah, I'm slightly distracted. It's been two years, almost exactly, I think it was August. It was, uh, we were talking about wet-ass pussy, so whenever that came out. Dude, wet-ass pussy was two years ago? That's uh, ridiculous. Yeah, That's how time Dude, works.
0: Time is not linear, I swear to God. <laughs> oh, for this podcast, I got some of this very special Coke
1: dream mm-hmm, flavored.
0: Mm-hmm. Have you tried this stuff?
1: I've never seen that stuff. I made, and uh, I, made I consider myself like a, a bit of a, a, a Coke uh, supporter. Coke
0: connoisseur. a sewer?
1: Uh, Yeah, I don't even know. I drink Diet Coke. So my problem with Coke is that my dad only ever had diet sodas in our house when I was growing up. Mm -hmm. And so I do not like the taste of non-diet sodas. Like, it's like, give me all the aspartame. I just want Mm. that Diet Coke. And actually, the caffeine-free Diet Coke. Oh,
0: Oh, really? This has caffeine in it? delightful. Just so I can be my peppy, lovely self. This actually tastes like, I'm going to say mango vanilla
1: cherry so are you are you basically drinking this this, this drinking a coke like you're drinking wine you're like oh, yeah smell a little bit of cat piss wait and, wait, wait, uh, wait 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 I'm... wait,
0: let me annoy everybody <laughs> yeah that makes all oh, that made it so bubbly <laughs> i love so. that when you're drinking wine and you're trying to get the flavor, so you swirl it and then you put a bit in your mouth and you like suck air over it, and it's just like getting punched in the face with wine flavor. And you're like, Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like that's never tasted uh,
1: good. Oh, hey, I just figured out how to work Facebook. Oh, did you? Did, are well, you be- this oh, yeah, thing we popped gonna- up and it says that Matthew McLaren is watching us? Shout out to Matthew McLaren, how creepy is that? Hey, Matt, yeah,
0: you there watched. you go. That's good. Now I don't have to walk you through like I'm the best part is whenever I try to teach anybody tech is like I'm half Mm -hmm. boomer so I don't know. So it's just like a boomer leading a boomer through a dark forest. So I'm pretty glad you figured it out.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm not half boomer, but I just mean social media have mm
0: -hmm.
1: very, very little to do with one another.
0: Like most people say that I'm a generation X. But I'm not, I'm half millennial, half boomer. And that's the only way it makes sense to me. Cause I'm like,
1: X, X doesn't, even, doesn't even exist. In that no, scenario.
0: cause like I never had yeah. the generation X growing up or growing up experience. Like I wasn't a latchkey kid or whatever. I grew up on a farm. So my Dang, parents were farmer. always there. So they always knew what the fuck I was doing like a millennial, but they were very emotionally detached, like a boomer. So that's mm. where it comes half and half.
1: I wonder if that's still the case for farm kids though, because I like my, my cousins had a farm when I was growing up and I remember it was literally like, we would show up there and they're like, okay, get out of the house and fuck off. And we would just wander out into the farm and, you know, do a whole bunch of things that probably should have killed us. Oh, dude. Uh, Yeah. I delightful. don't want,
0: I don't want people to think I didn't enjoy just being half a feral kid where it's like in the summer, they're like, just go the fuck. Like there was hours where I'd take a golf club and I would just smoke a ball into the field and then it, like doesn't matter the direction then just walk out to the golf club and then hit it another direction and just do that for hours and then like we would go fuck around in the hayloft or one t- or a couple of times i just go fuck off into the forest like which is very unsafe for like an 8 year old to do and but i never got mangled but very fun for an eight-year-old
1: to do oh yeah. I, lo- I love that burp that was like out the side of your mouth you're like i'm gonna try and not burp yeah here. just like Shh, a little like balloon hiss
0: <laughs> <laughs> was it more hissy than my cola tasting <laughs> no i
1: actually oh. didn't even notice due to the sound i only noticed due to the watching your face oh that's good
0: because yeah. yeah. most the of audio pe-
1: only people i just outed you uh yeah, that's about good. your burping yeah
0: it's funny because I had to stop drinking bucha on the podcast because I burp so much. But then I am trying this. It's just a day of trying new drinks. I'm trying this wake water shit. It's like carbonated sparkling water, and it's okay. fucking fizzy as shit. And that's making me burp.
1: So Whoa. is that supposed to be like particularly left leaning politically water or uh, <laughs> no? It's not
0: do- woke waterberg. <laughs>
1: <laughs> It's what gets you woke. You for, yeah. you have to you have to drink the wake water to become woke. <laughs> it awakens you. That's yeah. probably their slogan. This water awakens you.
0: Yeah, drink wake water, get woke. Mm-hmm. So, do you want to talk about some shit or do you want to talk about some shit? So, I sent you the list of the mm-hmm. topics we're going to talk about. Did any speak to you? I did read your
1: list. Can I say nice. that? That yeah you awesome. can
0: we can um, learn about these together buddy because i actually know
1: i i actually read most of the articles in your your list oh, you know, the problem, this is very much like last time but the problem is every time i'm like people are mad about this every single <laughs> one i'm just that's this the is, point this is... you shouldn't
0: be mad
1: <laughs> yes this is why i can't be on twitter <laughs> um oh by the way i
0: posted that you were coming on this on the twitter and i said you're one of the most you're Considered by me and Derek, one of our most, or probably our most level-headed friend. I'll just compliment you straight without oh, pulling it that's back. So nice. And I was like, maybe that's because he's not on Twitter. That might yep. be a contributing factor. Yep. And the fact is that- there's a chicken-egg yeah. scenario
1: there. Maybe I'm, you mm. know, rational and logical and therefore chose not to go on Twitter. But it's probably the opposite. The other end. Yeah, that's true. Yep. Um, I, why don't we just start at the top? I mean, Unless any of these really-
0: Okay, I added an I added a new one that I didn't tell you. So I'm gonna share the link in the comments on Facebook. But it is Heinz has started a new fashion line with ketchup stains. Okay, wait, my comments isn't
1: fucking working right now. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. Is this like uh, Heinz teams up with Levi's or been out of republic or something and actually ketchup stains on their clothes or
0: I like okay. this topic because I went full 180 because it was like, I, I read the headline and it was like Heinz starts fashion with ketchup saying, I was like, that's fucking stupid. I'm out. But then I was like, mm, I'm going to talk about this. Cause this seems dumb enough to bring up on the podcast. And then I looked into it and it's actually something super cool because it's, um, I'm going to get, going to try get the, cause it's like, they're doing it in co or, Co-doing it with this organa uh, charitable charitable organization, mm-hmm. dude. My enter key is not working. I think my computer or the battery on my cordless keyboard is dying. So, um, so uh, after years and years of quite literally leaving its mark on the fashion industry, Heinz has debuted a new clothing collection with ketchup stains: the Vintage Drip Collection, which I'm gonna say I love that line, "Vintage Drip," just mm-hmm. because "Drip" with the young kids means cool dresses. Yeah, cool I feel like don't fashion. put it
1: into a search engine though.
0: <laughs> yeah, that might be a good idea. And then, um, sorry. Oh yeah, they're doing it with ThreadUp, okay. which is this company that um, they their whole business model is they sell secondhand clothing to save the environment because there's like this huge fashion waste problem that if you pay attention to it's like each piece of fashion takes like god they had it all in there i'm not going to bore you with the numbers but it takes a fuck ton more water than you think to make an article of fashion and it makes like a big carbon footprint so what they're doing is they're taking uh, thrift store clothing and they're putting a ketchup stain on it And then all the proceeds go to some rise against hunger, like that uh, charitable organization. So all this stuff is doing is feeding hungry kids. So I'm a huge fan of it.
1: Yeah. I I don't know what people are angry about here, but I will say um, I feel like thrift stores have spent many, many uh, decades throwing out the clothing that had ketchup stains that could not come out. (laughs) And if they had only been stockpiling all this time, then Mm -hmm. we wouldn't have needed Heinz to come in and uh, add ketchup to it. Uh, Yeah. uh, Well, I'll tell you this, from a fashion perspective, I'm pretty sure that my wife wouldn't let me wear one of these pieces of clothing. Do they have uh, Gucci shit? She knows everything that I need to wear. But they have Gucci shit? Yeah, I don't think that'll be the deciding factor. It'll be... uh, Look, I'm doing this based on experience, because every time I've (laughs) dropped anything on myself... I'm told to change my clothes. So yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that's cool. Good hey, I just, for I just
0: literally had to just change my shirt because I ate curry and the one I was going to wear on this podcast. <laughs> so. Logist-
1: I'm, uh, from a logistics I'm, perspective, are they like, like sourcing all of these secondhand clothes from only one place and then adding the ketchup there? Or are they having clothes shipped to one central location to be ketchupized or are they having crowdsourced ketchup people put ketchup on thrift store clothes all over the united states what's the
0: so what i think is happening is thread up organization they probably got all the clothing together and i'd imagine they picked through the pile and got the best stuff because i was looking at because they have like you could go to ThreadUp.com. And you can look up the collection of stuff you can buy. And they have, like, like I said before, they have Gucci shit. And so they probably picked all the best stuff from ThreadUp and put the stuff on it. So if, yeah, you go to threadup.com, you can shop the collection. But the problem is there's a Gucci t shirt with a cat on it, and it was $294, but it sold. And that's secondhand
1: well that doesn't surprise me yeah uh, uh yeah i don't know i'd have to read more about this thread up concept but if these guys are basically just like finding all the coolest shit in thrift stores and then mm-hmm. centralizing it somewhere mm-hmm. and then redistributing it i feel like there's so yes uh, this is great charity and environmentally and blah 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 but the two things that bother me with that is one your general thrift store then has a lesser tier of awesome shit because these guys went around and stole it uh, all. Yeah, but I imagine they, they wouldn't have the impact to be able to do that to everything. But I just wanted to bitch about something so I can be part of the outrage club. <laughs> um, and the second thing is just logistically, that sounds like a massive waste to like take everything that has already been decentralized and then go buy it from a whole bunch of different cities and ship it to one central place to redistribute.
0: Decentralized? Look at you using big political words.
1: Or just thinking about context. logistics because I'm there uh, for uh, a period of time. But oh, that's anyway,
0: so funny. I yeah. never even thought about that. And of course, you being a logistics man, is that what it says on your business card? Just Sean Burke, logistics man.
1: No, it says Sean Burke currently going through bid life crisis. Uh, actually i say on sabbatical because i don't technically know what that means and it sounds it sounds cool sabbatical
0: is it used to be when you worked at a job for i think it was 10 years you're allowed to take three months off i don't know if it was paid or unpaid Mm -hmm. and uh it was like a re like find yourself reinvigorate yourself with life but of course since we switched into hypercapitalism and like the yep. late 80s, yep. mid 90s, and it's all Clinton's fault. And I can't remember why. But it was like, he basically turned the Democrats into mining hungry people like the Republicans. Anyway, so ever since then, we don't really have sabbaticals anymore. But it used to be because the world was aware of how people would just get burned out if they worked a job too long. And they're like, okay, take three months off, go on vacation, go find yourself or like any normal person would be like take three months off get bored of fucking doing nothing and then go back to work
1: there we go so it's decidedly accurate for my current situation also do you think that bill clinton was the first president to be marketed to kids through cartoons no i can't hear his name without thinking about the animaniacs theme song
0: when he played the saxophone
1: and bill Bill clinton's on the the sax sax yeah
0: yeah um I want to say yes, but I feel like either the peanut guy or Reagan, I feel like they were in like some sort of comic, but not like Saturday morning comics, but like maybe like kid friendly or posthumously Teddy Roosevelt, because he has the whole teddy bear thing named after him. Hmm. That's really cute. But I think you're right. it is funny how much they pushed bill clinton on kids when he was just like would be canceled today
1: until they found out yeah that there was some potential sexual misdeed potential um i don't have it so i last time i was on here we were doing like outrage scales of outrage Mm -hmm. uh that was probably
0: something we made up on the spot that i
1: it yep, was, it, it was something we made <laughs> up on the spot and <laughs> I've decided it's going to be something that happens on my day by annual outrage factor.
0: So, um, what's your outrage scale on this? Or is that, you're going to have to re-explain the system for the audience the members?
1: No, who, the system, there's no system. My outrage scale on this is, is it will start easy. I will give this one frowny face. Okay. That means.
0: Out of, uh, three
1: or five you, you decide
0: well it's your i mean our totally smart system that i totally <laughs> did completely forget about since you were on last time but i'm Look. gonna say i'm gonna say five so you have so we have more yeah, yeah. leeway to move because yeah. one out of three seems like 30 percent outrage over this that's pretty that's not low enough I'll tell you, I started at about a three out of five on this, but now I'm with you at a one out of five because I thought this was like that fucking dumb thing where they take clothes and they make it look like people use them for work and then just charged an obscene. amount. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. When it's like brand new and then they destroy the brand new jeans. They're like, let's make these perfect jeans. And then, okay. Dig holes in all of them. Um, Now that you've come up with a really legit system for our scale there, I am going to let you know that the, uh, way that this gets approached is that the scale is different for every question. So okay. next time we'll keep going. Um, uh, how about we talk about this superhero thing? Cause it's at the top.
0: Okay. The um, okay. What happens was, did you, are you a superhero movie guy? Cause I'm feeling like in the world at large, there's superhero movie people and there's a small, very vocal group who are sick of superhero movies i'm personally oh. i'm huge superhero movie you could take any plot any drama any comedy any action and it's better with superheroes instead of just regular people
1: well i mean logically that makes sense like I if am you took passion. the sopranos
0: and put oh. superheroes in it it would be infinitely better
1: it really depends on which side you put the superheroes um I'm definitely a passionate Star Wars fanatic. And I know that's Mm. not superheroes, but it is in the same fantasy hero, Disney owned realm. Uh, Marvel, I have not kept up with Marvel. I'll say this. I watched, I think it's divided into phases or something. I probably watched, Mm. I'm going to guess phase phase one. I'm going to guess I watched phase one and really liked it all.
0: What was your last, you've watched stuff in phase two. Phase one was like, Iron Man 1 and 2, the first Thor, the first Captain America. Okay, I think? haven't
1: even watched Phase 1. Well, I've watched Iron Man 1 and 2. I watched all the X-Men movies because I love those, the X-Men.
0: Those aren't in the same MCU universe because no, they were released this. by Fox instead of what Disney. Because the, the MCU universe was started after Fox. and Okay, so the way it works is X-Men. I watched
1: both Deadpool. Does that count?
0: that's still fox x-men deadpool fantastic four are all fox spider-man venom morbius is all sony and And then the rest was mcu decide because the way it used to work was marvel held the licensing for these characters But you could buy the licensing and you'd be the only company allowed to make those movies. And then that's why MCU started with Iron Man, who isn't their most popular character, but it was the one that nobody else had licensed yet. So it was the most popular one behind Spider-Man, Fantastic Four, and X-Men. And then Robert Downey Jr. And they made so much money off the first Iron Man that they basically started releasing more and more movies. And that's how the MCU universe started. And then Disney bought Marvel, the entire company, and they got the MCU with it because that was a production company that was done by the company Marvel. Whereas Sony and Fox still owned their characters because they had le- they had like bought the licensing rights from Marvel, but now Disney also owns Fox, so the next X Men, Fantastic Four, <laughs> Daredevil, Deadpool movies will be part of the MCU universe because yeah. all the licensing lines
1: up. This must be hella boring for all of the other people that know all this stuff but i am fascinated um i feel like okay i've watched stuff in this world before mm-hmm. and enjoyed it i watched the uh, the one with brie larson mm. that was in this world i that watched phase four some iron man movies yeah at least two of them both guardians of the galaxy which were absolutely hilarious those count, that's right?
0: that's yep those okay i think okay. those are Phase so Four as well.
1: scattered yeah oh and black panther which was awesome
0: oh that. that's Perfect, because the whole reason we're talking about this is because the teaser for Black Panther 2 dropped and the bad guy, which is more of an anti-hero because in the comics, Neymar, I don't know if he's Atlantean or if he's something else because DC kind of owns the rights to Atlantean people with Aquaman. So I think Neymar is basically what Atlantis is. but not called Atlantis because it's just like a sub sea race of people. Anyways, he's the main bad guy because they're going to, his race of sub sea people are going to start a war with um, Black Panther's country, which I can't remember. Yeah. With Mm -hmm. Wakanda. So that's the main conflict (laughs) for this. And in the teaser, Black Panther, Namor was walking out of the water and you could see his back. And the comic artist who has drawn stuff was all upset and said that he looked, he didn't say he looked fat, but he said he like, I think this was mostly just an excuse for him to post a thirst trap picture of his own body because he's like, it's terrible when the 60 year old artist who looks better than the, co- the
1: is real in life shape renditions. That, yeah.
0: And he yeah. posted a picture of his full body from the back and it's like, awkward because you're like why would a 60 year old man still be interested in thirst trapping people Mm -hmm. when you figure you should be mature enough to get over it but at the same time
1: he's in pretty good shape for a 60 year old yeah yeah exactly when you were 60 in like seven years when you turn 60 you're going to want to be uh (laughs) you don't need throwing pictures out of there if you look at that
0: it's uh Uh, it's when i turn 60 it's not going to be a matter of want it's going to be. This is my body at 40, and what? I don't imagine it's getting ripped by the time I'm 60.
1: <laughs> you and me both, buddy.
0: There will um, be no thrish, thirst yes. trap videos from this guy. Unless something happens and they invent a new way to get ripped that, I mean. Well, you 50, tried the
1: thing at the P&E. It's basically like a redo of the 50s sander belt on your back oh yeah that's true remember the little the little wiggle wobble wobble feel sick yeah (laughs) you guys like just stand on this thing for a few hours a day and you're gonna
0: be dead you know what how about this Mm -hmm. when we're 50 55 do you want to get into steroids because i mean we're gonna be 50 55 what's the point of not doing steroids
1: like well i'm sure they'll be safe by that point
0: yeah, and plus, like, what are we going to worry about getting sick? will
1: be fifty. Do you know it'll be the case at that point in time if we're when we turn fifty-five and we're like, let's yeah. do steroids? It's going to be let's like the most steroids. old man reference to you know, like the dr- they'll be like steroids are so like twentieth century. Yeah. Like we have all these other new drugs that you should do to get rid of now, and we're going to yeah. sound really oh. old
0: they'll be like steroids are for the pores everyone is doing human growth hormones and stem cells you yeah. bunch of peasants
1: but <laughs> getting android implants becoming half robots yeah oh i really also, hope that's the case in 15 years getting android implants well, dude, I just, I want to, I want in some point in my lifetime mm-hmm. for us to actually progress to the point where we are, we're not just having these hypothetical conversations yeah. about the machines taking us over. We're actually in the like thick of it. We're like, oh mm. shit, this is the turning point. And I'm going to be like, oh, you fucking kids, this is going to suck for you right before I sort of kill off. You know what I mean? That's what, <laughs> that's really, that's what I want. I want the last like five, 10 years of my life to be just watching Watching the chaos of the robot invasion.
0: Oh yeah. Okay, um, here's here's a good question. Yep. If super scientists from the future came up to you right now, and they were like Sean Burke, we're starting to replace body parts. Mm-hmm. We've got technology from the future, but since we still live in a capitalist society, we're giving you one free, and the rest will have to will cost you. You can have anything on your body replaced. Mm-hmm. What do you want replaced? Beside your dick, because
1: just <laughs> I was going to say that, yeah, I mean, <laughs> why wouldn't that be the, that's obviously yeah. the thing. I don't even know if it's better. I, I, I feel like in that scenario, I'd have to be like, okay, hey, let me see what the, let me see what the alternative is. Anything, repl- well, I would, um, I mean, it's a good question. I, I I mean, I'm past the point where I really care about this. I would probably get rid of the belly fat. Can mm-hmm. they do that? Can they just be like, here's a six pack? thing
0: Yeah, but you'd have beep, to. Re- beep, beep. That would be like okay. That would be like replacing your core.
1: F- core. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like exactly. uh, you know, the thing yeah, is like, though
1: that if if the biology hasn't changed, I'm quite sure they would. Whatever that, if they were replacing any of those things, it would be like it would give me four months and I'll ruin it again.
0: <laughs> um <laughs> no it's it's like a robot part you can't uh, so it's, it's like it's made out of parts. metal and shit so it'd be like instead of having stomach muscles and like back muscles gotcha. it would be all your core muscles that hold you up so it'd be like you basically get like a belt this thick around your waist but that would just be all your shit like they wouldn't do it would just be all your muscles because like your organs and your spine would count as something else so this would just be like your your um abdominal muscles and whatever your lower back muscles are Getcha. okay well i like
1: i'm gonna i mean at the end if that's the case if i'm getting robot shit i'm gonna change it and say i want my ears Uh, not the physical Mm. ear like the inner workings of the ear
0: oh i like living
1: i'm terrified of the idea of going death so i'm like I just would love to have perfect. Dude, and maybe you, like maybe I could have supersonic hearing and listen in at yeah. all these private conversations. Perfect. Done. Oh my
0: God. It would be. And if this was a twilight zone, you'd get that and you'd finally hear all these conversations people have. And it would just be <laughs> the dumbest shit you've ever heard. Um, exactly. Are you noticing hearing loss? Cause I'm like, I'm having this thing where it's like, I can hear fine, except for conversation. Like if I'm watching movies or my girlfriend specifically is talking to me or someone else is talking to me, I can never hear them.
1: Is this you just planting a seed so that you can be like, Andrea, I talked about it on the podcast. It's not just something I'm making up. I am losing my ability to hear you. I talked about it on the podcast.
0: No, I think it's it's all conversational tones. I don't know if it's like humans speak at the specific tone, but if I'm wearing like headphones – I can hear it fine yeah. so uh, I don't know if it's just like uh the wub are passing my ears or something
1: yeah I don't know I, I so yes yes humans will speak in a certain range of frequencies and then there's the there's lots of really cool shit about sound waves and when the same frequencies come in on the same phase or mm-hmm. alternating phase they can amplify or cancel each other out you know all the shit so all of that comes into play but um, I would recommend you could get a hearing test. Is this, have we changed from, we're we're no longer out, outraged here. We're hmm. now, this is a four-year well-being and the betterment of, <laughs> look, listen up, man, let's get real. This is about us talking <laughs> about becoming up. old, men Just us <laughs> talking about hearing. And feeling good about it.
0: Actually, at work, I did have a hearing test and it says I'm at the lower end of Okay. Like okay. I'm on the cusp. Like I don't. I not. I shouldn't be worried about anything, but that doesn't explain why I can't have right. conversations.
1: But what's not cool about that is it means that you can't, you know, like claim yeah. for long-term disability or sue your employer. Ah,
0: there's still time for me awesome. to go deaf at work.
1: Perfect. <laughs> All right. So the plan's um, still there. Listen. Well,
0: I feel like I should change what or say what I would change. Or do you uh, want to talk about, or do you want to talk about that? It was actually
1: going to be my question.
0: Oh, yeah, I'm going to say actually close to you, but just to be different of you changing your abdominals and all that shit, I'm going to change my spine Mm. just because like I get lower back pain and I'm not sure if that's like a muscle thing or like all the nerves through your back thing or something. So I would like to change my spine
1: cool does that like it would that be in a scenario where you could basically lift an ant style amount of weight on the top of your you know, like yeah yeah like you if you i had this an perfect spine they could yeah, yeah yeah they would just go down straight down the spine.
0: well no because the then skeletal it feet yeah crush all my hip oh. my hips would probably give out and the neck joint and yeah oh yeah i'll go with spine and then from there i would just do all my bones mm-hmm. so i would start with my joints then bones so
1: so in theory just to bring this back to where we're mm-hmm. we're supposed to be you would want to go full wolverine on this mm-hmm.
0: yeah 100 wolverine mm-hmm. is one of my favorite marvel characters and mm-hmm. that would be dope although I don't know if that would work because the only reason he can have admantium bones is because he has a healing factor Mm -hmm. so that his body kind of like is constantly healing around the bones. That's why he didn't like die immediately from the Project X, I think it was.
1: But His body is also, uh, because of the healing factor, he's also always shedding fat and building muscle. Is that the, so that his body looks appropriate to.
0: Mm -hmm. And his hair grows really fast.
1: Comic book artist, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, So, when wolverine's sixty, he will also post thirst trap videos on the internet. Yeah, exactly,
1: (laughs) and it will seem appropriate.
0: So, do you want to just go down the list, or do you want to skip around?
1: Actually, I want to just say that for this particular one, I yeah, I find this one also challenging. I I, this idea of like he's being body shamed because he was. He said he, like, because the guy's like, I'm more ripped than you are. I, I, I so if you're talking about, like, the entertainment world, mm-hmm. I think that there is a particular expectation or standard of oh, what yeah. you should look like, and Dude, I'm I think it's admit okay something? to call out that that's something that, that should be there. It's like, look, we, we, everybody yeah. in every superhero movie ever has been buff as shit
0: yeah it's so. so and it's funny that the first character who basically doesn't own shirts and lives in a speedo Nam- namor is like <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: on i don't know if it was just a weird angle from the back but he definitely hasn't been as ripped as even like star lord who's a comedic character or right. any of the other heroes so yeah. it's kind of ironic that he the first one who probably will not be wearing a shirt for 95 percent of the movie is a bit dumpy but I get what you're saying. Like, I, whenever I'm watching a movie and someone isn't attractive, I'm like, but the your whole job is getting paid to be attractive in front of the camera. Otherwise, yeah. the whole structure of actors getting paid millions of dollars just to pretend falls apart.
1: This because is like if, Kenan is our hottest friend. It's yeah, I mean, exactly. it just makes perfect sense.
0: And he's yes. the actor one. Yeah. Like. If we start having guys who look like me in TV and then I'm like, wait, I could, why aren't I getting paid to do that? Because I well, could do that.
1: I think that, I think the thing is, it's about the setting that you're in. If we have guys that look like you and me being the superheroes, people will immediately assume that's a comedy. <laughs> like That's yeah, not that's a, true. It won't be the, it's not appropriate to the setting in the world, I would say. So,
0: dude, how about we get your gut and my back and we call ourselves gut and back, man. Uh (laughs) And that's our super is you just like you're like matter eater lad where you can just fucking eat anything because you're all your stomach and shit is good. And I can like do sit ups that hurt my back or do that thing from porn where the guy's on the bottom on a couch and he's just thrusting with just his back muscles.
1: I've never watched porn. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, that's a good point.
0: <laughs> oh, while we're on, okay, did you give your frowny face rating on this? But I want to talk. No, a little bit scale. more about this the one subject. is
1: this is a new scale. I'm gonna give yeah. this one like, uh, like six trips to In-N-Out Burger before you knew they had animal stuff.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty sad. Okay, that disappointing i'm gonna give this two ratings one body shaming the actor in a superhero movie i'm okay with because they're supposed to be superheroes they're not supposed to be dumpy guy who just does has powers Mm -hmm. but i'm gonna also give the 60 year old writer maybe i'm gonna go with depressing because i was hoping as life goes on my libido wouldn't be holding my life and my life choices hostage. Mm. And if at 60, you're still scared about not being attractive, that is terrifying for me because that means I wasted the last 10 years of my life not working out. <laughs> and I don't want to live in a life where I have to care about stuff like that when I'm 60. I want it to be me. Um, regretting all the financial choices I made in my life, not the like physical body toning
1: choices. I feel like we're, I think, I think most people regret both of them. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Look, I, 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 I don't think that you will be in that scenario where you were feeling like you need to be attracted to 60. I think everybody would like to be healthy, ideally. So that, mm-hmm. would, be the, that would be the, you know, that would be the, the motivation is that you should keep yourself healthy for your sake and your ladies. Um, mm-hmm. You specifically and me specifically.
0: Yeah. Look, I oh, think, uh, I, I think there was
1: a, have I told you my theory about the moment in life when I think you go from young to old?
0: yes man. no you haven't told me but yes I want to hear it
1: um so it's it sort of pli, plays into this whole sexual I think it happens in the locker room and it's the it's the change from when when you were a young man and you're in the yeah. locker room you typically don't want everybody to see your dick so you're just yeah. you know like you kind of pull your pants on mm. do the little dance maybe you put the, pant, the the dick towards the uh locker whatever when you and are an so, old man you so wait don't want so that yeah so
0: that is just because i was a young man not because i was afraid i was smaller than the other dudes i could take
1: that i think it's because young men sit there and think about i might be smaller than the other dudes that's what i'm saying Mm -hmm. uh an old man no longer gives a fuck about that they're like yeah this is this is the tackle i've got uh i've probably had it validated once or twice in terms of the fact that it does something so we're good to go and a young man or an old man is the guy who's afraid about other people seeing his ass Cause you're like, well, I mean, what, I, what work has been done? Have I been doing enough work back there? Is that this, uh,
0: Oh, so that's (laughs) a good point. So like, now that I'm older, I'm like, yeah, look at my dick. I don't give a fuck. You're obviously going to turn away because you don't want to see old man dick. But if I turn around, people are going to look at my ass and judge me. And this speaks to me because I have a Hank Hill ass or slash lack of ass. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck happened, but I do not have an ass anymore. It just
1: disappeared. Oh, you so, see, you're taking this in a beautifully different direction where I was thinking more about, like, the hygiene of the ass crack. And you're like, I don't want anybody to have to see any of that nonsense. But um, look. Like the hair or the wiping? Just everything. Um, Come on. It's a gross, big, sweaty and piece of old man ass. Um, I would say it
0: is the grossest part of a male body.
1: Yeah. The old man. uh uh, yeah so (laughs) this explains either that or I'm just trying to rationalize why when I was a young child there were so many men over 40 who were confidently just wagging their dicks out that Um,
0: might have been you were an exceptionally good-looking young man
1: I did grow up Catholic
0: I mean you're not keen and good-looking but you are better looking than anyone else in the friend group
1: Oh well hey I will take that as a uh as a stretch and a compliment (laughs) (laughs) thank you (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh what one thing i want to say before we move on yeah, from yeah. the superhero shit have yeah. you been watching um do you have disney plus are you watching any of the episodic marvel stuff
1: i am watching episodic star wars stuff did we not already talk about how much i love star wars uh not no but stuff. wait what, what it, are you what, watching on star wars? yeah
0: obi-wan kenobi come on oh, man dude have you it was, finished it yet it, yes <laughs> dude <laughs> that fight say. Yeah. with vader yeah oh my god yes
1: yes dude everything would he, you cut were his,
0: would he cut his face and fucking darth vader was like you didn't kill anakin i killed anakin i was like holy shit that was like literally the best vader content in the entire franchise yes. anybody who can argue against that shut up you only like the first three movies and that doesn't make you a star wars fan <laughs> <laughs>
1: fair <laughs> uh yeah it was it, it, it well look i i think that when you watch the first three movies and when you have that first time that you watch the vader thing if it wasn't already spoiled for you in the last 40 years uh and he does the i'm your father no, I'm mm-hmm. your father that moment is pretty a pretty badass Star vader moment whereas Dude, actually, you first experience it
0: yeah well sorry i didn't mean to cut you off but I that just was the end of this. what i was saying and I have kind of, a I kind of realized why I love that so much. So I watched the first three movies like everybody else did. And I was like, dude, Darth Vader's kind of a badass. And then I watched the prequels and I was like, wait, Darth Vader's just this emo guy who kills a bunch of kids? And like, and it just, it ruined Darth Vader for me because- yeah. It felt like inside Darth Vader was just this whiny little bitch. And I was like, it's just Anakin. He's just a crybaby." And then I watched the clone wars mm-hmm. and that kind of saved Anakin for me because it, it showed him not being a whiny bitch for long enough for me to care about it. And then the scene where, like I was talking about where he's like, Darth Vader was like, I killed Anakin mm-hmm. That made it so I could separate the two a little bit more and mm. so that Darth Vader was more of a badass than more of just a petulant child lashing out. Mm-hmm. And like, so do you know what I mean? Like he became a villain again instead of just a attention starved teenager.
1: So it saved it all for you.
0: Yeah. So that and do you know saved... you want to know
1: something interesting about this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Both uh Hayden Christensen and Ewan McGregor are really in really good shape. So, yeah they are just saying you know and as they that should back be for as, making that as show. sort of heroes in that scenario they do are required to
0: oh and this show. also this show obi-wan actually also made obi-wan my favorite star wars character because in the in the original series you're like obi-wan was just this guy who didn't get any fights but he's supposed to be this all-powerful jedi and then he like darth vader swings at him and he just turns invisible and you're like what and mm-hmm. then you watch clone wars and you're like fuck obi-wan kenobi's a badass extreme badass well first you watch the, the prequels and you're like fuck yeah oh ewan mcgregor is yeah. obi-wan then you watch the clone wars like animated series and you're like fuck yes obi-wan and then you watch this and you're like if he's not your favorite character you weren't watching because he's amazing
1: he is i mean, he's, I mean he's okay good and kind and has all the right qualities that I'm. I'll add to this as a caveat. Enjoy.
0: He's the best good character because I know you're a Thrawn guy.
1: Oh, you yes. <laughs> when did this evolve into a Star Wars podcast? But I love it. <laughs> oh, Whatever
0: we want to talk about.
1: Thrawn is my Thrawn is definitely my favorite Star Wars character. Yeah, he, I'm not he is familiar so with him enough. Rational and logical has no real good or evil alignments. I would say. Um, yeah but he yeah plus he he's has just a wrong place wrong badass. time guy no i think that like he just filters things through like what is the greatest uh opportunity for me to meet the objective mm. that i'm trying to meet so Wait, is he in rebels he's in rebels
0: yeah okay i gotta
1: finish right he's in I you gotta read the rebels. books man like oh, I'm reading how books. old do I sound here? But yeah, you got to read these books. Read books. Jesus. Okay. I, look, I'm a step ahead of Derek in that you can read. I don't read anything in paper format. Cause that sounds to me like carrying a lot of boxes around when I already have yeah, records true. to move. But uh, yeah. <laughs> so there you go. You can, how hypocritical is that? I'm like, I can analog vinyl so much better than your digital music. And I'm like, you assholes reading paper books get with the future
0: I'm like, it's funny because you're the halfway guy because you understand why I hate vinyl and it's why you hate books, because it's just like the most inconvenient form of music. It does sound better. I'll give you Mm. that. But sometimes I don't like the warm tones, which is probably because of my love for electronic in the 90s or all of the like computer synthesizer noise doesn't transfer over to the warmer tones of vinyl as quite as good because you don't get like wait was this was this a thing
1: did you go i didn't know this about you you were you were like electronic music in the 90s were you like full-on raving and uh well i wasn't raving raving because
0: i wasn't raving but not for lack of wanting to i went Ah. to a couple raves but in like the late 90s like don't you remember when i like wore like Techno kind of style, but I, like, I was obsessed with Prodigy, Chemical Brothers, uh oh, okay. Underworld, um, like I'm not like deep underground. Yeah, because I yeah. had no access yeah. to that music. Gotcha. So I liked probably I think it's called Hard House Electronica, which was like the mainstream version of Electronica.
1: Yeah. 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 That's all good. Actually, that's all good music. Yeah. yeah. I get my mind immediately went to like obscure german (laughs) DJ, whatever i was like oh man it's Hmm. it's how i feel when people talk about electronic uh, i'll just call that a whole category yeah just call it electronica electronica or when they talk about metal as a larger Mm -hmm. category in both cases i'm like oh man i've already dedicated a lifetime to figuring out jazz like i cannot go down another extreme rabbit hole and the levels of different subgenres and the and the there's so many, like you, you talk to somebody about, like, I don't know, metal, you know, I'll use that as a category. They, them, there's so many different uh, ways to slice it even further. There's like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I like Swedish. And then I like this type of like Black Death Swedish yeah, like from this one particular yeah. visor, village with mm-hmm. six guys that started this thing by jumping <laughs> into a uh, cold lake and mm-hmm. then rocking out in the song. I don't know. But yeah, it's, uh, yeah. it's deep, man. I'd
0: say you going down jazz makes met Like, I feel like the more you love one of the genres, like uh, let's just say like electronica, uh, metal, jazz, country, those would be like the four that once you love one of them, you like the other ones less. Like, of Uh, course you could go back to pop rock and regular uh, rock and roll because that's kind of – goes in between all the genres but like if you love jazz you're not going to back up and go listen to country or if you love Mom. country you're not going to like metal or oh sorry i got to throw rap in there too mm-hmm. and then it's like you get this whole color wheel where one specific one hates other ones more because it's like if you like rap you can't handle metal and like those are the two that i find hate the other one the most and then probably like the other ones would be on there. I don't know which other ones would correspond with hating each other the most. Like, I don't know who would be the arch nemesis of jazz. Maybe electronica because it's so
1: repetitive. Jazz is so good; it doesn't need an arch nemesis.
0: That's true. Uh, Maybe jazz is like rock, and it's like you can anybody can appreciate it a bit.
1: Look, I, I if you why do I keep saying that word? i do not even use that in my regular discourse. Um, I use that one a lot though. If you take all of these, genre, basically everything you're saying is less of a like color wheel in my mind. And mm-hmm. it's like a, uh, an ancestry tree. Oh, uh, and like one is leading to the other, the other, and there's some pretty, you know, that's a good um, point. Yeah. Which is kind of boring. Cause I'm killing a theory. Uh, no, that's I would fine, say there, both
0: can be true
1: because you're talking some...
0: about the origin and I'm talking about the yeah. likingness of them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. i am the like most genres i can find things within this like i don't really find that there's like a genre barrier that stops me from being in into something most of i can find something i like uh but uh whatever noise is whatever that category is that like a category of metal or is that just um, like its own category of music yeah, well, or there's, electronic music whatever noise, experimental
0: is a, noise would be metal and then but you can have no like you can have experimental electronica which would be like maybe industrial or something but noise would definitely be metal because it's like kind of a lot of the times you use the same instruments and stuff for noise
1: yeah yeah that i don't get it i don't get that one at all
0: yeah there's some of it some noise i like a lot but some of it i'm just like fuck but like well about acid jazz because that's kind of in the same vein as some noise where it's just like fucking crazy and experimental
1: yeah i so i'm not anti-experimental i mean there's lots of free jazz that's messed and there's lots of free, What's jazz,
0: free I jazz
1: hate free jazz yeah it's it's like noise before they could figure out how to amplify instruments oh it's free just nonsense. jazz i thought you no, said it's free free. J- free free oh okay free jazz. Like, it's like where uh i don't know or coleman and where coltrane went when they start getting out of there oh. eric Dolphin.
0: it's like they get too Barrow advanced Sanders. and too yeah. smart that they start like making yeah, it like, sound weird there's no chord there's weird.
1: yeah they're like fuck the chords fuck the scales oh. fuck the, the it's like post jazz just go just go just make noise uh yeah there's lots of that that i'm on to i also okay. that's also super simplifying
0: i have a question about jazz do you like when jazz is mixed with electronica like the band pretty lights or, like, what that, that you just introduced me to.
1: Oh, yeah. That you introduced me to that I really enjoy. Yeah. I'd say, like, most modern jazz actually has, like, if you mm. go to like Grammy Awards for Best Jazz Instrumental Album and you listen yeah. to it, it's like, oh, this is actually, this is just, has evolved to a point where those two things have become symbiotic. It's like electronic mm-hmm. music and jazz together. It's really good. Or, uh, like, Terry Lynn Carrington was a really good one recently uh, that's yeah. got like a lot of RB and hip hop fused in with the jazz song
0: actually it's good we're talking about this because there's something weird that happened to my algorithm on spotify and that was the introduction of japanese jazz fusion pop rock yes which is crazy like i gotta send you some of this stuff because it's like it kind of sucks that it's not in english because i'm like my mind can't help wondering like what are they saying but there's some stuff where you're like it's just like It's weird because it's almost like just the music itself when it was trying to be translated into Japanese, like a sentence got changed, but it's almost better in some ways. It's like when you hear someone speak broken English and they're just trying to convey a thought and you're like, well, I understand what you're saying, but you don't have the right grammar. Maybe some of the Mm -hmm. syntax is off. It's kind of the same way when you do the jazz and then you're like it kind of almost makes you think about it in almost a different way but it's like it's almost like it's almost refreshing because it's like hearing it through a different set of ears almost does that make okay. sense mm-hmm.
1: i think that makes sense most, Al-
0: yeah <laughs> the most pretentious outrage factory has I was ever just been. Gonna say, <laughs> we should be
1: dimming the lights a little bit <laughs> Getting ourselves into our slippers and cardigans and sipping uh, a little brandy. Well, and actually, we need to lower our voices a little bit.
0: Yeah, more. let's start a side pod called <laughs> Detentious Factory, where we just talk about jazz. And it's you oh my God. teaching me about jazz.
1: <laughs> I love this. This sounds amazing. I oh, need to do get a you watch jacket. the TV
0: show Bosch?
1: I have never heard of the
0: TV show Bosch. Okay. So it's like he's a detective and it's like a police procedural where he's like solving crimes and stuff but one of the things about the main characters is he's obsessed with jazz so like he like he'll just like him relaxing is him listening to jazz on vinyl and being like uh and then he like the next day he's out like solving crime and like kicking in doors and shit and it's like they always have like jazz conversations i'm like sure why why haven't
1: you told me about this show before i don't know i guess this is this sounds extraordinary it sounds like uh uh, it's pretty much my life i mean i am a super uh detective mm -hmm. on the side so Mm. it's great
0: that could be part of the um gut guy and back (laughs)
1: yes perfect
0: (laughs) gut guy and back is we're superheroes with average bodies except for this one part but we talk about music all the time and you t- teach me about jazz and i like just randomly find other stuff on the internet and tell you and about you know
1: it. what the internet can get as outraged as they like if mm-hmm. somebody body shames gut guy and back because yeah they're not supposed to have hot bodies yeah or and maseratis
0: we're gonna just hit so many random niches with gut guy and back it's gonna be crazy <laughs> we're gonna have like jazz fans Body health I fans like because we'll talk about our one specific piece that failed. And then like yeah. cop procedural fans, superhero fans.
1: Wait, yeah. and AI fans too. Don't we? I guess I guess if you're if you're back, you never got the implanted better spine. Mm. Or maybe that's like later seasons or
0: oh yeah. Well, we gotta have uh, hey, don't uh, spoil all off. the seasons. Okay, yeah, okay, okay, okay. We gotta that's have later. a place later to go. Phases.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Um gotcha. okay. So to give us whiplash from that jazz tangent we're <laughs> yes. on, so I like how we went Star Wars jazz. <laughs> like, are there makes two? Makes sense. The Cantina? There's I guess. factor. Um, yeah. Oh, there's also this other album, this fucking album that came up on my algorithm in Spotify. It is the original soundtrack, or the soundtrack for the original Dune. And it's Ooh. like jazz orchestra thingy. I'm going to send, I'm going to send you a, because it's like, Oh, and the weird thing is it's by the, the band guy who did the soundtrack. His name is David Matthews. Yeah. yeah Cause okay, I was like, cool. I was, I was listening to my Spotify. Cause like the way it works, if you're not a Spotify person is you have this thing called discover weekly playlist. And yeah. every Monday it gives you a new playlist of, I think like 30 or 40 songs that it just, from your algorithm, what you've been listening to, whatever it puts it in there. And that's where I'm getting like some of this Japanese okay. fusion jazz or this, like, and then this came on and I was like, why is Dave Matthews in my fucking playlist? And then I look and I was like, and you're like, why is he Matthews? calling himself
1: David? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when did and he it's get like, so <laughs> the logo,
0: the cover art? It looks like modern trying to be retro art. So I was like, nice the fuck is dave matthews doing is he trying to sound smart and then the music comes in and it's like it's kind of 70s sounding but it's on classical instruments so it could be made now and i was like what is this and then it's just like i mean it's all right i don't hate it but why is this a So I click on album and then you can look at the album that, and it came and it's dated 1977. And then I just crashed my car because I didn't know what the fuck was going on. But yeah. So then I listened to like the rest of the album. I was like, Oh, it said like Dune or whatever. And I was like, that's pretty crazy.
1: So one of my favorite activities with jazz artists is you Google their name and go through like everything that they've been on. Mm -hmm. Uh, So let's play six degrees of David Matthews. It's only like three degrees. Was, okay. He's a keyboard player. was a keyboard player for James Brown. James Brown yes. was who, the person who discovered Lynn Collins, who wrote the song. I don't song. know who Lynn Collins is. You, you do. It's think You know a song. Okay. Because it's the, uh, think, uh, I think it's called. Yeah. Think? think. He played on that song. And that is what? the song that is, uh, oh, fuck, man. My, I, I used to be really good with my early 90s hip hop uh it takes two to make the thing go right oh it takes two to make it accent that's her hook being sampled onto what song is that who is that god that I made that know. really popular all right bye yeah it takes two to make is that that's a girl gr- mm-hmm. okay well, ah! okay and that's I'm like googling james it. brown in the background going Ooh, i'm googling ah! it
0: Ooh, um ah! to to make a thing by the way this is
1: we've turned this into just an educational preview of our pretentious factory was it was the band seduction that doesn't sound right
0: but maybe hold on let me see oh my god can you hear that when i play music on my end does it come through to your end no okay good because i don't want people to like i don't want this to get cancelled off of youtube
1: yeah dude oh rob bass and dj Easy okay. rock that's what i'm thinking about
0: there you go the one i was looking up is from this band called seduction two to make it right and it's a completely different equally <laughs> awesome 80s sounding song love it that's awesome. sorry
1: two to make it right great that's nice. good that's there you go that's on my like new weekly playlist that uh galeify has provided for me
0: today (laughs) galeify
1: okay should we go outraging or
0: wait 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 i want to hit superheroes again before we move on because like that's what i was saying sorry to give you whiplash from going back so we're going back to before the jazz before the star wars to superhero shit and the reason why Oh, this is the reason why we got into Star Wars, because I was asking you if you've been watching Disney Plus Episodic Marvel. Remember that? I do remember. That was
1: an hour
0: ago. When we went (laughs) off the rails, but it was good. I'm sure whoever didn't enjoy our jazz talk, maybe fuck yourself. How does that sound? (laughs) I mean, I can't say that because I'm not a huge fan of jazz, but there is some jazz I fucking love. But I want to stop us before we get back into talking about jazz. Because I we'll hate. spend another hours talking about Bitches okay. Brew or whatever that... Is that what that album's called? Bitches Brew? The yeah, you and Dom showed me that, and it is... Uh, it's Chef's Kiss. That, that made me like some jazz. Anyways, that's actually probably why Japanese Jazz Fusion is in my Spotify playlist because I listen to that. Oh my Wait, God. Can, I, solved can I get really
1: geeky about Japanese jazz? Case, okay, let's do I'm it. Fuck, we're going
0: back down.
1: Fine, fine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't <laughs> give a shit about this outrageous nonsense. I'm not that's on the internet. Fine. I'm not on Twitter. I don't care. Uh, no, it's just an interesting history lesson. You think about World War II happens. Americans, yeah. that, at that stage of the game, that's like jazz is like the predominant music in America, right? Mm-hmm. 30s, 40s, 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s. Um, 60s. So the Americans occupy Japan, yeah. And at that stage of the end, they start influencing all their culture onto Japan. So, like, the musicians I mean, there's give and take or whatever, but the musicians that sort of were born in like the later 50s, 60s in Japan started to grow up with this idea of jazz as an American thing, and then that became the predominant Japanese music in like the 70s and 80s. Uh, and like everything Japanese people do because they are freaking awesome yeah they just decide to become ultra like they're like i'm a i'm a piano player i will become perfect at the piano like yeah precision and then like is perfect so like 70s 80s japanese jazz is the is the place to go and it's all because america beat dropped bombs on them and beat them in the war. do
0: you want to hear something that i heard that's kind of related to this so after america beat japan in the war i know people want to fuck talk america like whatever Anyways, what happened was Japanese, like the culture lost faith in their like samurai, like stoic culture Mm. and stuff. So they on purpose wanted to emulate what the, like the more Western culture because they had just beat them. So they're like, what can we learn from this to make ourselves be better? So that was probably one of the reasons why they were willing to adopt the jazz. And what they can
1: learn is how to be really sick drummers yeah yeah Jap,
0: because that's part of their heritage because if you listen to like ancient i guess indigenous japanese music it's like a lot of percussion and drama yeah totally I fucking love it
1: it's really good yeah. and there's always there's like martial arts and dancing around it okay Come, we'll go back to now disney plus wait let me set the stage okay. disney plus marvel, marvel episodic series yes Has have you been watching to... go ahead go ahead
0: have you been watching
1: She-Hulk? The Attorney at Law? No, I have not.
0: Okay, so anyway, there's all, it's, it's. I don't blame you. Is that the show? That. Yeah, it's
1: it would, She-Hulk yeah, cause, Attorney cause, like, at Law. The way, that, <laughs> the way that they are presenting that to me, I'm just like, that sounds like like silly comedy. Is, is it a comedy? Is that what it's, it's supposed
0: it's, to be? It's a comedy. Yeah, it's a comedy. I stick up for it. I like it. It's actually kind okay. of a fresh take on the episodic Marvel television because she breaks the fourth wall constantly. Uh And she's like, I'm not a superhero. I'm an attorney. I want to be an attorney. And she tries to turn her back on being like a superhero. But she gets this job as a lawyer for superheroes. Mm. And she has to be She-Hulk when she's doing that. So she is She-Hulk as a lawyer.
1: Isn't, isn't like the whole, so I got to say, I don't know as much about she Hulk, but doesn't the whole Hulk thing is like, get pissed off, become the Hulk. Like, you gotta you watch angered?
0: episode one. They explain all of that.
1: Cause I would feel like being a lawyer would be a terrible idea. If that was mm-hmm. your trigger, you're like, oh, I'm just going to go into a, the most contentious place ever <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> where everybody is, <laughs> you know, an yeah. asshole on one side of this question it's and actually, turn into the Hulk.
0: You asking these questions is going to make you like the show more. Because the half of the show is explaining Holt cannon to the audience who like doesn't know because she was she was like she's Bruce's cousin and she was a lawyer and then they go on a road. I'll just spoil the very beginning and they go on a road trip and then like an alien craft comes in front of them and she's driving and they crash the car and she gets out and she's pulled pulls Bruce out because he had an inhibitor. Thing because he was trying to like work on shit so he didn't want to turn into the hulk so she's pulling him out and she has a cut on her arm and then as she's pulling him out his blood gets in her wound and then sit like which would usually kill a normal person that's why there's not a thousand hulks running around because his blood is super radioactive but since she's related to him she has the like sciencey stuff inside her that makes her able to handle the radiation and stuff the gamma radiation so she that's how she turns into
1: she hulk and, and how the are they related from
0: uh, their cousins
1: uh, cousins okay so they could still, uh, in some states in this, they could still get married and have baby hulks.
0: Yeah, and there yeah. a lot of people were complaining because it seemed kind of flirty in the first mm-hmm. episode when, because what happens in the first episode is Hulk's like, I'm going to teach you how to be a Hulk. And like that's the whole episode. I don't know what they're bitching I... about.
1: I believe in the right of hulks specifically and only to be able to marry their first cousins in certain states.
0: I mean, Just I'm Huls. not against those two actors hooking up and I get a watch as hulk and girl hulk like it sucks are they really fit
1: because they're superheroes
0: and they're supposed to be very fit (laughs) they're beyond fit but um oh so in episode three it it has guest star megan d stallion and it's kind of annoying because every time they're like megan b stallion and they say it like that and every time instead (sighs) of being like hey megan they're like hey megan the stallion or instead of being like that stallion girl, they're like that Megan the stallion girl, anyways. It's kind of gets annoying, but there's a post credit scene where she, the Megan the stallion is
1: teaching <laughs> She Hulk. You, you had to do it too. Fuck, There, you had the opportunity, you could have just said where that stallion girl was teaching yeah. She Hulk. MTS,
0: She-Hulk. <laughs> yeah, teaching She Hulk how to twerk and everybody's upset about it because they're like this is dumb this isn't what superheroes is do and stuff and then somebody on the internet took a meme of every time a marvel superhero did something dumb that didn't fit their character like one instance was when captain america went back in time in avengers endgame and looked at his own ass and was like oh huh, that is america's ass and just like different <laughs> situations like that
1: oh my god Twerking She-Hawks. That's delightful. I mean,
0: it's less hot than I thought it would be, so. But I'm I don't,
1: like, I, it's not even, like, the visual I'd be interested in. There. I just like the conceptual idea of a twerking she hulk
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was wearing a pantsuit, so you couldn't really see anything. I mean, they should have just did, like, horny jail Marvel from the 90s and, like, had her <laughs> that- in a bikini. <laughs>
1: can you fashion educate, fashion educate me here isn't a pantsuit just a suit like what what's a it's a girl suit
0: it's like slacks and a yeah. suit top but it's not like the double breast it's it's it is just a suit but That's they call it a, for a woman yeah they call it a pantsuit
1: is it oh man this is this is there's a lot of ignorance here or is it just that there you could have a suit that also has like a skirt on the bottom half and therefore yeah, this the specification that it is the one with yeah. pants. But I feel like wouldn't you specify the skirt suit or did that just not sound as good?
0: Um, let me see. I'm going to Google. I'm outraged definition. about these pantsuits. Uh, that is a good. Um, <clears throat> pantsuit definition and working. Uh The definition is a woman's ensemble, and that's not the right word, (laughs) a woman's ensemble consisting usually of a long jacket and pants of the same material, which is like a suit, but
1: a long jacket. Mm. But you know what? I like a girl with a short skirt and a long
0: first known use of pantsuit is 1964. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't say better why better it doesn't better. count as just a woman. I guess it's better than saying "woman suit," like saying "pantsuit" is better than just a dude saying. But I guess it's kind of like they wear it. They, they wear it as they would wear a dress because they said they wear the same accoutrement, like high heeled shoes and a necklace and jewelry. No, it's not necessarily.
1: I do, I just feel like it's a scenario where. You know, suits come in all sorts of different cuts for all different type of people. Yeah. We're all just wearing suits. Isn't that, mm-hmm. isn't that a, like, what? anyway, I'm, I, this is not something that needs to be thought of any deeper than it is at this nope. exact moment. But Let's go full that's jazz all.
0: tangent on suits.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is, oh my God, you're, I am never coming back on here as a host because you're, you're <laughs> 13 people who are viewers. 19? No, you're up. Let's just say the 650 people who listen religiously to this show every week are going to be like, okay, so in the little show description, it's going to say we talk about jazz and pantsuits and Sean Burke being level-headed. Yep.
0: yep. And Keenan being attractive and all of our other friends are guards. There's a,
1: there's a certain part hey, of like the Bible <laughs> Belt in the States that's really into this episode.
0: That would be amazing <laughs> if we just get some obscure like pantsuit jazz listening simps. Yeah, from somewhere in the states they're
1: like oh these guys talk they say it's about outrage but they're actually quite polite these two
0: fuck i will pivot and i will (laughs) go full jazz pantsuit show as soon as you pay me i can be bought Sweet, just pay me more than my job at work pays me that way i can quit that job and do this 100 of the time because i'm gonna need about 10 hours a day to research jazz before I know what I'm talking about, because I know uh, nothing it's about better.
1: It's better if you don't know about it. Yeah. Perfect. We,
0: we could do like play by play color commentary where you're the play by play guy who knows all the shit. And mm-hmm. I'm the color commentator who just comes up with wacky facts and interesting things about what we're talking about. I like this a lot. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, oh, my, yeah, my dog's home. I That's like just, this a lot.
0: Lucy wants to be on the podcast. Yeah. She
1: just, <laughs> She thinks she's famous. She's just upset she
0: missed all the jazz talk. She's like, you guys were fucking talking about jazz without me, weren't you?
1: She's like, do you guys have any idea how much jazz I've had to listen to? She's been inundated with jazz in her entire five years of life. She's like, dude, I've listened to more jazz than any dog.
0: She's like, I'm giving this fucking six sad faces because you talked about jazz and I didn't get a B in the yeah. room.
1: This kid's like three twerking she i don't know if that's a good or bad i haven't decided yet
0: mm. okay so we've made it through two topics
1: it's <laughs> so much hilarious. time to do it are we going to do this little rapid fire thing yeah do you want that... to
0: we're at an hour now i don't yeah. know how much time you got but i'm figuring since your dog just got home then Lindsay's probably home too and she's probably expecting you to be or does the dog just
1: walk itself do you uh do you need do you want this whole story dog dog and dog wife guests house guests all just got home but they were all expecting me to be a little bit uh, i've got about 11 minutes we'll call it 11 yeah that's
0: minutes. that's that's yep. mainly what i was saying i was like yep. because they're home they're probably expecting you to be done pretty quick so let's do yep. the quick hit to get you let's out of it. here because i don't want your wife this, slash house way, guests this has me. been
1: my favorite episode about Rage Factory. Oh, thanks. Yes. That's good. It's do you know what been... the best part of it is? When you are doing these and you have co-hosts, there's no Derek. It's the best part of this. <laughs> Sorry, Derek. I didn't say it. Sure. <laughs> but he's, okay. He's, uh, he's taking care of his his wonderful new child that I have mm-hmm. yet to meet.
0: Okay, so I will get through. Chance. I will go through. Quick hit. Yep, let's do Since it. We we're just talking about um, pantsuits. Hillary Clinton released a video of her dancing at a party to give support for what was it that the Finnish prime minister? Okay, I have a problem. Okay, this is going to sound very sexist, but it
1: it was already sexist when you first thought that she's super
0: hot. Do all these European countries have these super hot women presidents? They know that men are such fucking idiots that we can't handle ourselves as soon as we see hot women in power. Like that's the whole reason for the last hundred years we've been trying to keep them out because it's just too sexy and we can't fucking handle it and we turn into idiots.
1: So that's why everybody's point. mad that you have dancing. you ever been to Scandinavia. Everybody's hot um and i think that they can handle it there i think they're used to having hot uh, attractive women in every position of power
0: that's a good so point
1: they're okay i guess it. because if it's you the see the rest of girls, us that can't yeah. deal with the idea of well because she's also young and having fun and uh i think hillary clinton herself is one of the people that taught us that uh, uh she's you know, neither young or attractive but fun sorry hillary we're yeah. used
0: to people like Margaret Thatcher. That's the people in charge of the word
1: used you to. Go. thank you. <laughs> well, I would say that we're people who like show themselves as being, you know, competent and almost mm-hmm. having to like overdo it because they're competing with men and they have to just like be yeah. fierce and strong and all these sorts of things. And then we have this politician who's like, I'm just having fun. I'm just a young woman in primal life. And we're all like, you're not overdoing it. You're not trying to be uh yeah. overly studious and serious and everything uh anyway so what we're what are the thing we're on because this is a quick hit what is the thing we're angry about that hillary clinton shared a photo or that, no
0: we're not angry people are angry i'm okay with what, her when i I'm, say we're
1: i'm trying to sound oh, like i'm part of the twitter the royal
0: we yeah, yeah the it's a weed. people are mad right. that she was dancing and that's people were mad that the finnish president yeah, yeah, was I dancing i got that and that's why hillary released this video of her Which was very supportive
1: of her, and I appreciate her doing
0: it. I'm good for it. And what I said about the presidents and stuff being attractive in us, and this is an example because it's like we hate it. I'm talking to the royal we because I think it's awesome. And that video that surfaced of the Finnish president's friends showing their boobs to the camera, I am also a fan of that. Sweet. Because I I love boobs. But that shouldn't be – like, I mean – actually, you know what? I take it back. If Obama – was in a video dancing, and then two girls lifted their shirts, I'm fucking all in. Let's do it. Party presidents, boobs galore, I'm on board.
1: Yeah, man, I'm in. Uh, This is three Tina Turners on a scale of house cats to Fred Astaire.
0: I agree, because I don't know how to interpret that. (laughs) Okay, uh, this is actually a close-to-home one, because a Google or a court just deemed Google and Yelp reviews as defamation. And this could set precedent for the future. So what happened was a case in white rock where a customer ordered some timber for a house he was building and he got them from a specific business. And then they got there and he said he didn't like them. So they sent them back and restained them, like put more color on them. So I guess they looked better, sent them back to this guy. This guy then Uses them in the construction, put built his house with them, and then like three months later decides that he hated it. So he wrote all these scathing reviews on Google and Yelp to about this business, saying they frauded him, they precharged his his credit card without his say so, they wouldn't return his like um his deposit or anything. But he used the material to build the yeah. house. He sounds so like the, a dick. Yeah, the judge was like you're getting charged with defamation because these reviews aren't truthful because, um, yeah, like, uh, defamation in Canada is the only law that is reverse onus where it's you're guilty until proven innocent as opposed to guilty or innocent till proven guilty, where it's like, if you get charged with defamation, you have to prove that you did it for the public good. You were spreading the truth and that, you did help society as a
1: whole. Is this true? Is this something I actually, is this something you learned in journalism school? Cause this sounds like this would be, they're like, wait guys, you have to pay attention to this.
0: I actually led a workshop on defamation in Canada, but that was 22 years ago. Uh, So I might be a little dusty, but so so that's why this, his claims not being true makes him open for getting sued for defamation. Yes. because he so is your not take on this? serving the it's good fuck this guy he used the timber obviously they were good enough to build a house because he built a house with them
1: yeah well, and it, I, sucks I think that it, it took this long in this particular like if we talk about that instance i'm like mm-hmm. yeah hell yeah and actually in general i i don't know maybe i i like i struggle with the idea of a single voice having so much power today yeah. and it, and i know that swings both ways i know there's definitely scenarios where it's like thank god there was that one person who was able to say hey by the way you know don't work here because they're racists and then somebody was like wait they're racist and then looked down and they figured out that there was some sh- terrible shitty things going on but, but at the same time that
0: would be true so they wouldn't get charged with
1: defamation no i know i get that i'm oh, just yeah. talking i'm a step i'm so far beyond this uh, you keep <laughs> up with me i'm talking okay, about sorry. the idea of a single person having a, enough power with their voice and the, the you mm. know the internet providing that whether it's google whether it's glassdoor whether whatever the review trip advisor. Um,
0: yeah my solution for this is what i've been saying the whole time is the internet whether it's like facebook twitter or google or whatever it should be treated as a publication like we've had print media for hundreds of years and we've evolved to have all these laws around what you put in print media like you can't make false claims and stuff you have to fact check everything because people could sue you so as as much as the internet can get closer to that the better and more trustworthy it'll be
1: would you go through like would anybody at all go through the amount of work necessary to do a google or yelp review in that scenario
0: it's impossible like the reason that we can't get to that stage with the internet is because every post would have to be pre-screened on twitter Uh, and facebook and such somebody's gonna pay for it yeah and nobody will
1: and nobody will but yeah i i do get really angry about people who are who just like drop these hate bombs Uh, Mm -hmm. to win an argument basically it's like a one-sided argument where they can walk away being like i'm fucking champion because i'm gonna ruin all that shit without Mm -hmm. realizing they're actually there's other people on the end who are getting screwed or maybe they do realize the other people getting screwed in which case they're jackasses
0: yeah i think it's all vindictive and
1: they know so we agree this guy's a dick
0: yes uh next one is um this guy there was an arts competition for canvases
1: three three minutes let's go
0: Okay, we can, we can quit after this one. we
1: got this last one, okay. art competition. So,
0: AI, the, there's this arts competition, and this guy uses like the AI, I can't remember which specific one he used. Mid, but there's, Mid-Journey? Yeah, that's, okay. That's thing, yeah. right? Yeah, he used AI mid-Journey. So what you do with AI art is you go, you write what you want it to do, and then you put the style. So it's like, do a self-portrait of Dale DeRuiter in art fresco style. And then it will go through the, internet or whatever and do it's like ai brain and piece together all these different pictures and make an art of that and one of these won an arts competition and everybody's like having this like philosophical argument like should this count as art and i'm on the side of this should count as art because if you're going to for me personally this is just a rehash of the of the whole photograph photographic versus painting medium whereas people say that photography is too immediate and you're just capturing something instead of making something so it shouldn't count as art but for me if you care how the art is made then you've turned yourself and become a hobbyist instead of an art lover and for Uh me the end image is all that should really count when you're considering something art or not how it's made shouldn't really come into terms of it unless it's like a novelty thing where they get a dog to paint and but that's still you being a hobbyist because you care about the process more than the product.
1: So in the, in in your argument here the is the AI tool in this case like well I guess I just said the phrase is the AI in this case Mijini or whatever the artist tool essentially it's like mm-hmm. this is their new paint kit or this is a new camera or this is a new whatever and the artist is the person who's like deciding i'm going to put this input into it to have it yeah generate exactly it. yeah like yeah, yeah, yeah. if All you
0: right. want to boil this yeah. down to the base level this is similar to a painter getting pre-colored paints from a store yeah so i put it on that same level where i I, like, I
1: put this into the it, like for me this is this is because music's what I'm familiar and this happens mm-hmm. so many times. Like if you think about synthesizers and then you think about arpeggiators and then drum machines and then loop machines and then samples. Uh, and now it's, yeah, essentially you could have your entire backing track generated for you. Hey, ban- Band in a Box was something super cool. It came out in the 90s where it would just sort of, you'd type a few chords and it would start to randomly create the whole band playing all the chords, right? Like uh, Oh, really? I, I don't care. Musicians still exist. It still has a human element to it. Uh, they're just using different tools. And I think that uh, I would actually say it's the contrary, where there's going to be some super amazing artists that use yeah. this tool and oh, function yeah. to create some of the most exciting new art.
0: Well, oh, dude, I'll show you some of the ones I made. And because I use I DA, DAL E, which okay. is like a lower form. So it can't make like masterwork arts and stuff. It just like makes things that look like nightmares. And I made it, I asked it, I just said, Gail DeRooter. And wanted it to make a picture of Dale DeRuiter. And it found, first of all, it's racist because it's only old white guys. So it's yep. racist and ageist. Dale? Probably classes because yep. they all look like lower middle class. But it's like they'd be like wearing these old seventy <clears throat> suits. And one guy's face is just like scrunched in. And you can't see his like eyes or mouth. And it just like looks like Slenderman
1: or something. This it's is scary. Amazing. It's so but, funny because I had never even heard of this concept. Today you sent me this list. Yesterday, I watched John, Al- John Oliver episode from like two weeks ago when he did a yeah. whole segment on somebody who like got high and kept putting John Oliver, John Oliver doing whatever into Midjourney, and the- he was showing the <laughs> results of the path of it. It was fucking hilarious. That's uh, awesome. Anyway, so I'm I'm all for it. I think it's great. This one is uh, uh, three pirate ship hats uh, and two anchors. Nice.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like you have to go. So I'm going to save all the ones I had last left for next episode. But um, you're not a social media guy, but do, is there anywhere somebody can?
1: No, never look for me anywhere. Never contact me. I don't like people.
0: Oh, side note, like the reason we were talking about going on. Um, what was that we were talking about where you get three months off? What was that?
1: Sabbatical. Yeah, yeah.
0: you're currently on a sabbatical because you have I don't know. Do you want to talk about this or no?
1: What?
0: about The the
1: specifics of like how I quit my job, but I, okay, well, that's all obviously. I quit my job and I'm feeling good about it.
0: Are you actively looking yet?
1: I am not. I am intentionally taking a good period of time to actually, yeah. So we're going to go travel the world like wifey and I here and we leave in a week. So uh... if you're
0: watching this, don't hit Sean up to do your job yet. Wait for him to come back from his trip around the world. When all of his friends fucking right, yeah. hate him, because he also he just not only does he not have to work right now, but he gets to travel around the world. So it's take it's the only reason we don't furiously hate you is because you are the most level-headed friend, and you're impossible to
1: hate.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if you want to give him a job, wait till he's back. You could contact me on the Twitter at Superdalebot or the podcast Twitter Outrage Fact Pod. Or send me a Gmail, out outragefactpod at gmail.com or the Facebook page. And if you're listening to this on audio, please go to YouTube and watch it to see our pretty faces. There's not, I usually put us when I'm talking about stuff, specific like pictures. I have the mugs
1: and the t-shirts.
0: Oh yeah, and I have yeah. mugs. Um, I'll put a picture of this thing that won the AI thing in the video feed. So if you want to see it or you can Google it yourself. Uh, I think that's it. Please like, and subscribe, give us a review. So we go up the algorithm. The algorithm can be your friend. You just have to trick it into doing what you want. And if you actually write reviews that kicks stuff way up the algorithm. Uh, do you want to say anything
1: that took so long for you to say all that stuff? There's gotta be a faster way to plug it. Yeah. Bye everybody. Stay angry. (laughs)